Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're not the boss of me. You're not the boss of me. I don't want to go outside today. And I <laughs> don't want to go into a store with a mask on. You can't tell me what to do. I'll go anywhere I please. I'll, I'll, oh, bye. <laughs> I, this heat has me truly in, I know, in a, in a, place of i can't breathe with a mask on hysteria i'm carrie by the way i'm laura and And you're listening to sexy sexy unique unique podcast podcast. tough sicilian bitches the reunion the reunion um no this the heat wave in la is first of all there's like four fires going on the air quality is unbelievably bad you can see vapors you can see smoke from ho- where I live in Hollywood, over the hills into the valley, you see smoke trailing out to the ocean. Yeah, it's just smoke, smoke, smoke. And then there's a the pandemic humidity, still. <laughs> there's a pandemic. The humidity index is at like 50% any given day, which is, which is a lot for LA, which is normally like an arid. You at least get like a dry heat or a breeze of some sort. Like a desert heat is cooler than a hot, humid armpit heat and right now we're in like an armpit zone of hot that truly i thought i was gonna die walking to starbucks the other day because my mask was making my face so sweaty and i literally was about to like pass out like i yeah, was also it's... pretty i was also hung over which was not helpful for the situation but it was true it was the closest i've ever been to like <laughs> 
hell. Like the personification of Hades being you, just like a hot place of like Nunca. You were like a minute away from being like a mask truther. No, I've gone full mask truther now, like on walks. My whole thing, like now if I take Tony on a walk, I will just across the street if anyone comes near i carry a mask in my hand to show solidarity like a a little corsage (laughs) yeah i carry it and dangle it and show people that i do care about i care about masks and i believe in them but i cannot put one on my face right now and also be outside in the sunshine therefore i won't go on any like walks to big public spaces but i will like walk around the block with no mask that's my favorite, seeing people dangle it from their wrists like a little wristlet, like a Vera Bradley wristlet or something. I do like either a dangle, like I'll hold it so you know that I'm, I know, and or it, I'll let it show out of my pocket. Or if it's <laughs> medium hot, I'll put it under my chin just so that you know I could pull it up. But like recently, I've just been like, it's so hot. I'm so, and yeah. the heat makes me so angry. Like it ignites a rage within. And yeah. I might, I'm like, I'm so angry that I just become anti-mask. Yeah. I'm like, I just can't fucking do it. Um, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of this fucking pandemic. Laura, but you wear a mask when you go inside. Well, duh. I'm not a total psycho. Yeah. But now Um, I'm just not going to go inside anywhere. I'm just not going to leave anymore. I, we were visiting my boyfriend's twin last night and his family and we were walking back they live out in like on the east side like way out there and Mm -hmm. so it's and we were walking to my car and no one was around us and i and it was i like just opened i i breathed in and it felt it smelled really good yeah it's okay to not wear a mask if you're literally not if no one is around and you're outdoors you're fine but it's fine but yeah but um the heat is insane i this is actually like a uh i've been seeing people i think there's like so there's like cooling stations in la right now Mm -hmm. for homeless population and um i feel like i've been reading that i think the lapd is like shutting them down or something um but i've been it's good to leave I don't want to. I'm not even gonna say it. <laughs> just cut this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the heat. I also every time I wear my mask, I am like, oh, I have halitosis. Yeah. I'm immediately like my breath, and I have good breath. Like I, I like brush my teeth a lot, and like I'm very conscious of that. But the minute I put my mask on, I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, wow, my mouth is a literal dumpster. Yeah. Nice to be reminded how disgusting I am. Let's go for a walk and just sweat. <laughs> yeah, it's also just like, like covered. That like, wet, your cheeks the, are just wet with sweat. Like My everything mustache, is just like, I get like a full <laughs> mustache of wetness. And I'm just like, I was in Starbucks truly on Saturday. I had to like lean over and just like sit like on my lip. Like I was like, who am I right now? And I was 
pouring sweat you can't touch your face so you can't wipe it off so i was like waiting for my iced coffee just like pouring sweat literally just my hair is like wet around my face i'm like jordan <laughs> peel and that key and peel skit where he's just like pouring water like sweat down his face and they're like here's your cold they're like lara and i go up and i was like thank you and i must have just been like I think the woman was like, oh, my God. Like I was <laughs> She's going like, through something. Yeah, I was really going through, like, a transformation. <laughs> Transmorph. <laughs> what is that called? Transmorphic. What's that called that they talk about Christ? Hold on. It was not. Like, I was not okay. <laughs> Transmorphification. Where yeah. you're, you're just turning into a different form. I was that's like, me. That's me anytime Alex I walk Mac. outside. Yeah, it's a little Alex Mack zone. I walk routinely. I have a beard walk, of sweat. <laughs> me too. Routinely, I'll walk to the CVS on Hollywood Boulevard because it's nearby to pick up some stuff. And let me just tell you, the Walk of Fame is like thriving in COVID. And I'm, <laughs> I'm always sweating my fucking face off but i'm refuse to take my mask off well yeah that's a that would be an unsafe place to take your mask off outside no one wears a mask like a tourist that's like a touristy like international covid hotspot so there are tourists definitely mask up on the walk there are tourists still like llling on the walk of fame i walked by a family the other day that like it was a man, his wife, and their teen daughter. Just mask off. They were American, but I could tell that they like weren't. You know, you can just t- like the way they were like looking around. And I just I walked by them and I was like, "Put a mask on." And the guy went, "What?" I had to walk around them because they were just in the middle of the sidewalk. And I was like, "Please wear a mask." And he was like, "Only have to wear them in places of business." And I was like, "All right." I mean, I mean, if you true, see a person like, with a mask off, it's, I don't think it's going to make them put a mask on to, like, tell them sternly to put a mask on. You know what I mean? Like, it's like the decision's already been made. No, I know. But I feel I felt I had to. Yeah. Um, you know. I'm constantly worried that someone's going to yell at me to put a mask on when I'm, like, walking the dog, which is why I just try and stay as far away from people as possible and, like, not make eye contact if I'm not wearing a mask, which really has only been well, in some, the past 48 hours because it's just so fucking hot. It's it's fucking hot. But, no, and some people who aren't wearing masks are, like, looking to be challenged. So, like, it's just best to not. There, are, there have been times where, like, I just can't take it and I say something, especially if they're, like, coming into my space. The Hollywood Walk of Fame, I can't imagine being, like, enthralled by that area. Oh, it's wild. My CVS is in front of a Mary Steenburgen star, which makes me happy, but... That's great. Um, I... But, yeah, no, I... Like, I was at Starbucks the other day, and I walked in, and you have to wear a mask in there, especially mm-hmm. the people that work there. Like, don't put them at risk. And this guy... Was with his his sig other, seemingly, and he turned and he just took his mask off in the middle of the store, and was just like walking. And he and I like looked at him kind of, and he was like looking at me, and I think he was waiting for me to say something. And I was just like, "All right, I'm not." That's just someone that wants to fight. 
Yeah. Just be careful, but just know your boundaries. And anyway, am, my, am I sounding like puritanical? My approach, no, I just, my approach is like, I take like a mind my own business approach and like, I'm just not going to interact. I'm like, if you're out on the Hollywood walk of fame, mask free, like living your best life we have nothing in common and like you have nothing Good to learn. To you. you have nothing to learn from me and I have nothing to learn from you. So like, I'm just going to get as far away from you as possible and like live the rest of my life, like not interact. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I'm just like no good can come of an interaction like this. I drove by a Holly. You know what I love seeing in like a weird way is the Hollywood open bus tours, the open truck tours still thriving. Mm-hmm. packed to the brim people packed in like sardines just flying through hollywood yeah i don't see i just the allure escapes me i would go on like a one of those double-decker bus tours like for fun one day but not during during this time <laughs> and I not in a heat wave wouldn't yeah not certainly not in a heat wave seems like a little bit too much uv exposure period on any day of the mm. week um and just not not a way i choose to get my thrills to be quite honest with you to be quite honest with you i have to be quite honest with you i've got to be quite honest with you i would wear a mask does danielle Staub um, wear a mask what's her stance i bet she does i think she does Oh my yeah. god, someone sent me a photo of a screenshot of her podcast and it absolutely de- Danielle and she spelled it absolutely Danielle. <laughs> she put that she like spelled it wrong. And it's like her official look. I love her so much. I love absolutely. that. Absolutely Danielle. Absolutely Danielle. Absolutely Danielle. I think she wears a mask. That's what Johnny I bet, Depp like, calls it. <laughs> oh, that's what absolutely. I have to say to you. I love this absolutely, absolutely, Danielle. <laughs> have you heard it? Good I sir, what say you? Why do you call me that? Why do you, why do you haunt me? Absolutely. He says to like a ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why do you haunt me? Who are you? He says to like a pen that he's holding. <laughs> <laughs> you ride with. How do you ride without me guiding you? You ride what you with the, want to ride. He, he rides with a quill. Yeah. He rides with blood, <laughs> as we all know. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> he, he communicates through crop circles. Um, I keep getting emails for Lisa Vanderpump's fucking Vanderpump Dogs Foundation begging me to like donate to it and I'm just like why like why oh I got I got that too and I unsubscribed I've gotten so many Vanderpump Dogs emails it's like it's unbelievable she's gearing up for that to be the next show yeah um side note I just I deleted my Facebook Oh, I love that for you. I finally did it. I like told, I didn't even deactivate it. I like, fully deleted the account, which I know it's everything's still out there, but it felt good. 
That's amazing. Congratulations. I thank you. I was like, it really needed to be done, and I it's honestly like I could have kept it, but I saw. I saw like one too many people from my hometown talking, trying to downplay COVID and like talk about how it's like not a big deal. And I just, I did like a fiery post where I like, it was like my, it was like my goodbye post. Oh my God. And I was like, for <laughs> my mental drama. sanity. Facebook honestly brings so much like drama into it's the mix. So it's so traumatic. Yeah. I like, I posted like, I've seen one too many people from who I grew up with, like, and I went on this whole spiel and I said that they had brain worms and like all this shit. And then I deleted it. Someone wrote like, so sorry, Carrie. I was like, oh, okay. Now I'm like, <laughs> now I'm like a fucking psycho. On I think like, anyone, as as the, my old roommate from college commented and was like, so sorry to hear that you're feeling this way, Carrie. Hope you're well, man. And I was just like, <laughs> oh my God. I got Every single thing that you could possibly do on Facebook, I think, is a cry for help. Even if you're coming from a place where you don't think it's a cry for help, it still is. It's a cry. I realized what I posted was a place of Nunca, even though it felt really good. No, it's a complete place of Nunca. And then I deleted. There's Which I feel like is an opposite of place of Nunca. Yeah, no, it's taking back... You took back the Nunca, but it's... It doesn't change the fact that it was Nunca to begin with, you know? Yeah. We just all have to make peace with that. Are you embarrassed for me that I did that post? Um, I have some secondhand embarrassment. I'm glad I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I stand by my cringe and I, I fully like own it. I own my cringe. I own my embarrassment. It was, it felt really good in the moment to do it. Mm-hmm. And I was specifically speaking to a neighbor of mine. <laughs> I didn't address her, but I was, it was, it was in reference post. to her. It was like a, what it was <laughs> meant for her. I hope that she she's posted. Hot. I did. I do too. She posted something that was like, here's how the media should be spinning. The, like you have a 97% chance of living like all this stuff. And like totally discounting that like a 3% mortality rate still means like millions could die. And just downplaying it. And so I was just like, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to delete the whole thing. I'm going there. I love I'm really going there before I delete. Fiery, a fiery Facebook post. People were probably like, whoa, what's going on? Uh, yeah, you literally got to like a place of 5150 with someone that had to. No! Hey, Carrie, I hope you're okay. Like, I'm really sorry you're feeling so No, and then my. My aunt said she's planning to delete her Facebook too. Oh, I love that. So I had I found I had some solidarity. People being like people no, people were liking it, people were loving it. I don't you feel got completely good engagement. I don't feel completely but it was you know what? But it, you know why it felt good, Laura? You know why I stand by my insane earnest <laughs> like me. Facebook post? Was because it, I wasn't doing it for like on Twitter when I tweet things, I'm doing it for attention. Mm-hmm. On Instagram, when I t- post stuff, I'm doing it for attention and I want to be validated. This, I just you. wanted, I, I did it for myself. Yeah. And in a weird way, face my run with Facebook, which was a 14-year run, ended with me posting for myself. Like it was, it was kind, it's kind of like a weird full circle moment where I'm like, whoa, I wrote like a really humiliating like 
<laughs> manifesto on Facebook. But I did it for myself. You needed it. You needed to do it. I needed to do it, and then I deleted, and I went. That, and then I was like, "I'm going to be deactivating soon." And then, (laughs) and then, and then I realized, like, why am I like? I love hinting at my. You'll never know. But You'll when they look and I'll be gone, 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 gone. One day you look and I'll be gone. And then I saw. Oh my god! And then, and then I decided it's time for deletion. When my <laughs> my old roommate, like in a kind of probably like earnest, like, like ooh, ooh, care, ooh. When I see someone taking to Facebook, I <laughs> my first reaction is like, ooh, I'm sorry. Are you okay? I go to a place of you okay, Claude. You okay, Kara? That was a you okay, Claude. I was a, but I'm owning it. And I think the fact that I'm owning it maybe points to me being not as like 5150 as we would imagine. Yeah, you know. It was a total, I knew writing it like this is unhinged, but I didn't. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Wasn't it. That unhinged. it was like. I was just saying like, but I was saying what people already know. So it's like, I wasn't, I wasn't like enlightening anyone. It was just me like reiterating like, yeah, this, this is deadly. I needed to rant because some get fucking fuck neighbor out of there. <laughs> get the fuck out. I should have deleted it when I saw another person I grew up with talking about the pandemic <laughs> and how her eyes are finally open. I honestly, I can't. Um, I will be deactivating soon. I will. You be, I, I, I will I, be I, deactivating. And that is why <laughs> I will be deactivating soon. <laughs> I'm glad so- I didn't see it. I love that moment for you. I'm glad I wasn't part of it. I'm not part of it anymore because I'm gone, baby. Because I did. I did delete my account. I did deactivate. I will be deactivating. And I will be. And rest assured that I will be deactivating soon. Rest. You'll never know. Do you think Johnny? He probably makes Facebook. One day you see me here and one day you don't. He probably has Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. He's friends with like. I'll bet Elon Musk has Facebook. They're all like of an age. I feel like if you're 40 and over, you're obsessed with Facebook. It's like the first um, TBD. I think like Gen Z doesn't doesn't speak Facebook. I don't think Grimes is necessarily Gen Z, but I feel like she's kind of on the cusp, right? She's older than me, I think. I think she's like 33 or like my age. I think of her as being like 18 and a half. Well, she's 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 like the age of fairy. She's fairy age. She's our age. Fairy. Time keeper. Time keeper. Um, Facebook actually makes a prominent appearance in this week's episode of Roan J. We come to find out yeah. that it plays whenever so there's whenever there's horrific drama. You can yeah. rest assured that Facebook has something to do with it. It's true. I mean, it brings out the worst problem. It brings truly brings out the absolute worst side of people. 
I have never seen someone on Facebook and thought, wow, what an amazing presence they have on this website. <laughs> never once. Not one my time ever. My presence for the last year was so bad. It was like, because I barely post, like, every time I posted, I was just complaining about something. I was just like, oh, like, I was truly used Facebook as, like, a private, like, private hell, but making it public. <laughs> my own private Subject- hell made public. Subjecting people who have nothing to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Facebook, this is the first part of the season three reunion. They're filming it in Red Bank, New Jersey. In the Count Basie Very, Theater. Where Bruce Springsteen lives. Or he lives like in Rumson. To the Count Basie Theater? Oh, I've been to Red Bank. I, I had a night at Red Bank. Really confused as to why they staged the reunion like with their backs to the seats. Yeah, that was really weird. That's even weird to filming me. Filming equipment. But, like, they could have used, like, a curtain backdrop. But I guess they wanted to show you, like, the Count Basie Theater, and they were excited yeah. about that. So then, at, after a while, I understood it. But at first, I was really thrown by that staging decision. It was it was jarring. It was jarring. Um, Red Bank is really beautiful. It seemed cool. Yeah. It's, like, near Asbury Park. Based on just the theater. Yeah, the theater. <laughs> um, also, what's weird about this is that they're filming it they're filming this reunion during filming of season four Four, so the fight that we get i think in season four that is the fight that ends Teresa and jacqueline and caroline's friendship for good is the fight that happened the night before it's really like the time is they come into this because Jacqueline is not present during this season reunion. Yeah, which was Jacqueline. really strange. Like Jacqueline just dipped out. And then you find out that it's because they're filming season four and they had a crazy blowout fight that traumatized Jacqueline before. to the point that she couldn't even bear the thought of showing up. So she just doesn't show up to the reunion. And I think this season four is her last full season. What happened? What's the fight? Because it's annoying because uh, in this reunion, they can't even talk about what the fight is. So it's like, well, what? so it's they filmed they filmed a lot because they filmed this, I think, at the end of the summer, this reunion. Um, it's crazy how they do this, how they do all the overlap. But um, well, also, it's like the drama the whole... so good with Teresa that it's like mm. they're probably like, just keep the cameras rolling. and yeah. we'll just Go in the next season. Like we got to yeah. just like keep up with this because she's now just a pure villain like it's yeah. i watch this and i'm like i hate this person i do and too like, yeah. feel gleeful knowing that like she's about to go to jail yeah i i think i think you're right i think that i think specifically with nj they like just kept the cameras going because her legal woes were just something new happened yeah <laughs> um basically the whole season of season four they're like it's super tense between caroline and Teresa because of what she said in the book so like they're kind of at odds the whole season and barely filming together caroline barely like addresses her and then but jacqueline's still trying to like mend everything and then they go together to um caroline's gay jamie's wedding Mm -hmm. outside of chicago and like the judices 
the Loritas and the Manzos all go. And then all this tabloid shit keeps coming out about Teresa and Jacqueline's like, we're supposed to be best friends, but all this stuff I learned through like us weekly. And are you selling all these stories? And Teresa refuses to acknowledge that she's selling the stories or like making money off it. Yeah. She won't. She's literally like desperate for cash. Right. Yeah. But she won't admit the whole season. She's like, I don't know. I, I don't, these stories, they just, they just come to me. And then Jacqueline's like, but you get money from it. And she's like, no, I don't get any money from it. And they're like, no, that's not. Caroline's like, no, that's not true. And then at the very end, there's a big blowout between Teresa and Jacqueline and Caroline, and they have a huge fight. And that's how it ends. It ends with like about. Jacqueline like sob unconsolably. Yeah. It's like about the just stories. about or yeah, just, just about, about like Jacqueline being like it just it's like it's everything, and Jacqueline's sort of like you being are like we were basically friends. Liar. Yeah, yeah. And I stuck up for you and like you're throwing me under the bus repeatedly and being a true psycho. Okay. Fair. And I think she says something in one of her stories about Jacqueline maybe. I don't know. But anyway, she's... And in season four, there's this crazy part where the Gorgas, Judice, and Lachilles go on like a therapeutic family retreat together into the mountains at this like really creepy lodge. Mm-hmm. And Joe, Gorga, and Judice get into a, like a fist fight, and it's wild. Joe Judice comes inside and he goes, "Yo, Joe!" And then they just charge each other, and you just see Judice's little body like fly into the air. Oh my god! And the women get in it. It's really bad. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway, so this reunion is Jacqueline's not present. Caroline is ready to go. Caroline has her mitts on. Came to fucking fight. I mean, everyone is basically like, fuck Teresa. And the whole time, it just like, Teresa comes off looking terrible in this reunion. Everything she says is a lie. She's just so full of shit. She cannot, for one even second, apologize for anything she's ever done or said. She admits no wrong. Like, she just is truly, I'm like... It's shocking to me that she even managed to bounce back from just looking this bad. It's humiliating. I think jail really humbled her. As it but tends Caroline, to for some people, <laughs> Caroline is like basically there just to like affirm reality for us. And mm-hmm. whatever Thank Teresa God. says, Caroline goes, "That's not true." Yeah. So Caroline doesn't want to even be there herself. She told Andy she wanted to show up in pajamas, which I loved, but she's wearing this like. Kind of chic black number. She looks hot. Kathy is the coolest of all. She's cool as a cucumber. She has a power blowout. She's laughing at whatever. Like She laughs full openly at what Teresa says, which is so funny. Mm-hmm. Melissa gets a little riled up. Yeah, Melissa is like not here for it. But I mean, basically, anytime you ask Teresa, anytime Andy asks Teresa something, she lies. And then one of the ladies has to be like, that's not true. You said this or that's not true. This happened. And then Teresa just keeps lying. So it's like I would get furious if I was like facing off with someone acting like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Andy goes to Melissa. He goes, hi, Melissa. Feeling on display today? And she goes, I am actually. (laughs) (laughs) Honesty. She is. Mm -hmm. No, he's like, Caroline, you, you, you famously told me you didn't, you asked if you could show up in your pajamas. So I'm glad you're here. And Caroline goes, 
Yeah. We're, we're doing this. Like, Caroline is so checked out. She's done. Um, we didn't talk last episode about Teresa hanging that family photo with a meat tenderizer as a hammer. <laughs> Instead of a hammer, she is hammering a nail into a wall with a literal meat tenderizer. Iconic. Things are but also dark. a cry for help. A Things are dark at the Judice Manor. Uh, yeah, if you're using a meat tenderizer as a hammer, you like it's time to just take a step back and admit that like your life has become a little bit unmanageable, and it's okay. Yeah. That's it's the first also, step. Yeah, it's just like you've got to just acknowledge like where you're at. That's basically my Facebook post was me hammering yeah. with a with a meat clever. It was a meat tenderizer moment. Yeah. An MTM. Mm-hmm. A place of meat tenderizer. Yeah, you meat. A place of meat is it, a mace of um, a place of meat tenderizer is like adjacent to a place of nunca. Yeah, but it, it's like a place of nunca is it's like far so far gone, like it's already just like done. But a place of meat tenderizer is just like the precursor to being like full blown nunca. Flirting with chaos. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so they, they like, start getting right into it. Mm-hmm. Teresa's talked a bunch of shit in her book, which has really, like, thrown everyone off. And Tree goes, my book is about fun, love, and family. And then Caroline yeah, like, is not here for it. Well, I like, I like whenever she, like, claims that something was written for fun. She goes, you know, comedy, ha-ha. It was a joke, ha-ha. She, again... Caroline and her go at, you know, tee off about her saying Caroline is not really Italian. One sixteenth Italian. I I loved when Teresa said I'm a hundred percent Italian in Italian. Mm-hmm. The way yeah, she said it, pow- it was a power move. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Mamma Piocho d'Italiano." Che tutto il mondo Italiano. Caroline goes, "What? What was that?" She's like, what was that? Caroline goes, to me, the Italian culture doesn't mean you have to speak it. Doesn't mean you have to be from there. It's a, I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's classic, uh, not Italian person excuse. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's a real, something about someone one sixteenth Italian to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's one sixteenth Italian to <laughs> me. <laughs> and then Caroline's like, I'd rather be my kind of Italian than your kind than of Italian. Your kind of Italian. Much of a piano italiano. Irigatis. Which is sono italiano. Oh, sono what italiano. Sono 100% italiano. <laughs> sono 100. She, but she says it like this. Sono 100% italiano. Yeah. Like she says it like she kind of almost a, sexily. It was a husky way. It was, it was like yeah. a low, with like a, it was a little grr in the voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love how that is like, that's like a wound. Oh, yeah. You don't tell, like, an Italian person that they're not Italian enough. Yeah. Like, I would even take offense to being told I'm not Italian, and I'm not Italian at all. (laughs) (laughs) So I can't even imagine what an an actual person with a single relative that is Italian, how they would feel. I know. Yeah. Someone was like, you're not Irish enough. I'd be like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> it's fine. someone's like you're not german enough i'd be like touche danka i'm like fully irish 
Yeah, your last name is O'Donnell. I'd say you're pretty Irish. Ancestry.com taught me that I was like 93% Irish. And Ancestry.com is cool because it matches you with... It tells you how many genes you share, specific DNA strands, which is wild. Like, I got some of my aunts and my first cousins, and it's wild how much you have in common with them. Yeah. It's... um. I like it, but it's also kind of a racket because it's just like, it costs a lot of money. And then on my, my mom's side of the family, like I was tracing back to like, like beginning of America days, but my dad's side of the family are like all Germans from Russia. So like to get back to them, you have to like upgrade to Ancestry International, which costs even more money. So it's like I could only get back to a little, like to a certain amount. And then it was like, you have to upgrade. And yeah. I was like, okay, what do I really need to know more about like what sad town they lived in in Russia? Like, <laughs> I'm already depressed. No offense my- to Russian readers. I know that we have Russian, I know that we have some Russian fans out really? there. Yeah, someone I think got mad that we said that we didn't trust a Russian vaccine. But I guess I'm sorry I don't. I'm mean, sorry I don't. I stand by that. I don't. I wouldn't want it. But I doesn't mean that I have any, like that I I don't disrespect. I just don't trust if any if America today said we have the vaccine. I would be like I don't trust that. I would. I just would like a trial. no vaccine. No vaccine can go like. It's too soon for a vaccine. I'm a I'm fully in support of vaccines. I I get vaccinated. I love it. It's a necessary thing. I mean, I don't love it, but it's I it's necessary. I'm I don't like. But I'm waiting for doc. If Doctor Fauci says it's too soon, then it's too soon. <laughs> like I don't know. I just want some everyone. Trials. Yeah, they were just like, oh, we have one. Yeah. And then no one's talking about it anymore. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. Sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. Um, Yeah, but my ancestry is all like England and Northwestern Europe and then like Germanic Europe. I love it. Yeah. But not Teresa. She's 100. I'm 100% Italian. All right. I'm learning Italian on Duolingo, and one of the phrases that it teaches you was like, I want to speak to the manager. And I was like, oh, Ugh. classic. <laughs> Very timely. Sono Italiano 100%. Sono Italiano 100%. Sono Italiano 100%. <laughs> She's like the exorcist. Sono italiano al cento per cento. Sono italiano al cento per cento. Caroline's like, Jesus. Caroline was like, Sono italiano al cento per cento. Domine pace. Well, that actually, that's timely because at one point Teresa goes, I feel like I'm looking at the exorcist over here. <laughs> good one you're wearing red you're wearing red matches you right (laughs) 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Tree apparently told Caroline not to compliment Melissa or tell her she's pretty at the beginning. Basically, everyone's like, yeah, Tree was so pissed about Joe and Melissa coming on the show and Kathy. She didn't want any of them on the show. She was like threatened and angry and tried to poison everyone against them. She literally told Caroline and Jacqueline to not compliment Melissa. And Caroline goes, I regret how I behaved. She goes, I was horrible to these women. I was <laughs> she mean to them. I was rude. I was like, yeah. Well, what didn't then, we see? Yeah. Um, Tree is also. I mean, that, ex- that does explain, though, why Caroline. Remember, we were like, why is Caroline pretending like she doesn't know Kathy? Oh, yeah. She was. I think Caroline is a super loyal. So, like, she just was like putting a wall up. 
I'll snub her. I'll snub her. I'll snub her. Sure, tree. Whatever you say, tree. Whatever you say. She told Melissa on the phone that people, she shouldn't come on the Housewives of New Jersey because people will make fun of her huge forehead. Yeah, that was wild. Insane. Tree and Caroline, this and is the, the facts. And then tries to say that she she has this the small forehead and that's what she I'm like, you are a fucking liar. Like just own if you're in that situation, I think you just have to be like, Yeah, I said that. I was fucked up. I'm sorry. She called Melissa and then made and then like yelled at her and then told her that. Which is like just unhinged. And then Melissa's like, I got my hair pulled back as far as possible. She goes, I have no qualms about my forehead. And I was like, love that. I love it. Also, it's like, lol, good luck. The only reason you would try and tell a beautiful woman like Melissa that like she's ugly and people are going to make fun of her for like her weird flaws is because you're so worried about people making fun of you for that. Like there's yeah, literally and she, like you that tell, saying Melissa is like that. unattractive is like literally no she's false. not yeah she's categorically beautiful. false. And then she um, what's really funny is that Teresa uh, tries to say that Kathy and Melissa never told her that she, they were filming on the show and that like they just appeared one day like at the baptism Teresa found she claimed that she found out at the baptism that they were filming which is just so not true at the christening yeah (laughs) she said both of you came on the show without telling me and they're like that's not true we talked about it I love her version of like reality reality she's living in like a k-hole she at all times at all times her strife has just diluted her to know to the end yeah, we get a full blown re. We get to relive the christening from hell. Do do do, <laughs> sons of bitches, sons of bitches. And then also, it had a really good like slow motion or like close up of Philomena's face, probably after she decked Lisa. Yeah, well, they Andy asked Melissa if her sister was punched by Philomena, and she was. And then, and then Teresa's like, yeah, my mother-in-law, she was just confused. She was, she like, Teresa starts like defending her mother-in-law. Apparently someone yanked Philomena's hair to get her away from like assaulting someone else. And then she punched, she just like wound up and punched Lisa in the face because she was confused. (laughs) That Kristen, it's like, it's, it's. Do you think Philomena punches Teresa? (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if she's punched Teresa once or twice. Yeah. At least one time. It's so normalized. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Very violent crew. They love a brawl. Tree is so delusional. She thinks that Joe Gorga, the reason he was so angry at the christening was because she tried to keep him off the show. And all of his yeah. sadness and anger was stem stemmed from he his resentment that she wasn't going to let him be on Roan J. Her narcissism is unbelievable. Where she would she would take such negative, like a negative, even if it makes her look negative. If if it has, if she is the cause of it, then she's happy with it. Like she, <sighs> all she wants is to just dominate Joe Gorga's whole existence. Being. It's so insane. 
And it's like, no, he got mad because you were you raised hell at his son's christening. And yeah, you turned he her acted like a psycho leading up to it, told his wife that she had like a too big forehead and that everyone was going to make fun of her, then act like totally fake on camera and then are just like an asshole. And you yeah. your husband has caused like a deep rift between Gorga and his own father. It was yeah, it was like a full full circle that we realize now it makes so much sense why it was such a pat like such a tense moment cuz all that shit was happening behind the scenes and we you kind of figured Teresa had been up to no good but like to know that she literally like harassed them makes so much sense why he was so mad harass them harass them harass them then when the cameras are rolling act all like sweet and like caring holding their she didn't even know she she mixed up the names of her nephews yeah like a gino and she's like and then uh melissa's like joey and then oh yeah because we also find out about danielle facebooking sent a facebook message to melissa the seat like in the last season and started drama well because if you remember in season two reunion she she said why didn't you visit your nephew or why didn't you acknowledge your nephew your new nephew mm-hmm. and then Teresa pushed andy and said do not bring up my family she said bring up <laughs> and so we apparently melissa was in a little bit in cahoots with danielle at one point mm-hmm. but it makes sense that it all came back to facebook yeah literally patient zero it is tree then lies about even showing gia the episode i love that she would show gia like a nine-year-old she's like how about you relive this trauma yeah she's like i didn't show her and then carolyn goes yes you did we all watched in chris's basement like we all watched and like everyone like like, i didn't show her and it's like including melissa and joe yeah like and cat like they were the entire not even it wasn't just like the original crew like the new people were there too like they all watched together we all watched together like i love blatantly lying when other witnesses eyewitnesses are in the room that could prove that you're lying caroline's looking at the floor as Teresa says and she goes that's not true she goes we, we all watched together in chris's basement and she goes and i held joe gorga's hand through it because he was crying <laughs> Teresa then, says I looked over at Joe and I said you ready for this I was like alright and she goes and I held his hand and I was like oh, his wife is right there <laughs> yeah like Caroline he, is Caroline is a little like mother uh, to all mm-hmm. but like especially with the men yeah she She's loves like, like babying a girl. man mm-hmm. yeah I'm the girl tree. The thing that she's most mad about in the whole thing is that she can't believe that Joe called her garbage. She's like, thank God my father didn't see that would just break his heart. I'm like, what? Yeah. It's like the lead, the the thing you should be least angry about is like being called garbage in the heat of the moment. But it's also classic narcissist. Like, classic tree to be like deflect from anything else that was going on that's like real shit or dynamics that could be addressed and like dug into and get completely fixated on like you called me garbage like yeah okay 
And? And? Your husband were charged. Were you literally you not acting like garbage? Because it seemed like you were acting pretty garbagey. Maybe he was upset because his children were brawling. Yeah. <laughs> not because you... Someone said what was true. Walk away, garbage. Walk away like you always do, garbage. Caroline says that Tree told her one-on-one that she doesn't want to make up with her brother because he's an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Then Tree tries to call Caroline a liar, and Caroline's like, no. She's maybe... Like, Caroline doesn't lie. I believe that. No. That's like... Well, maybe about some stuff. Well, yeah, but like about this, like in a yeah. one-on-one no, 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 like no, 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 no. has no reason to lie. You, I love that, she, but that's every like Teresa claims to be so like in love with her brother, but like she literally called her brother an asshole. Like that means that she doesn't like him. Yeah, she hates him. She's also just like. She at one point says, like, if Melissa, what did she say? She was like, if you were a good wife, you would have done X, Y, Z or something. Like, keeps coming for Melissa and, like, discounting her relationship with Joe, which is also just so weird. Yeah. High dysfunction. Then we get, like, a big, long montage of everyone... Like, it's like, look at these idiots from New Jersey where they're all like, use, what do you use once? Yeah. Mispronouncing words. Melissa goes, Caroline saved said, a wench like, like me. me. At one point, Caroline goes, <laughs> says something in envelopes everyone. It envelopes Which, everyone. <laughs> it envelopes us all. I love that. I love it too. Ethnic. What does she work ethnic? Work ethnic. Ingredients is coming. Ingredients coming. <laughs> we do get a, like a to relive the Rolex and the Christmas tree, which is a classic moment. <laughs> I hope that everyone listening to this podcast gets to experience their own Rolex and a Christmas tree. <laughs> coming. Coming. And then we get into on display. And Andy asks Melissa, like, what her dad would think of on display. And she goes, I'm doing it, daddy. I was like, love that. Also, but then we find out her dad would maybe be disapproving. Yeah. She's on, wait, we also find out her dad ran into a tree. And that's the way he died. He the died fuck? like a grisly and unexpected death, which was really tragic. But I'm also like, what? Yeah, what what happened there? There seems to be Um, more to the story that we're missing, but it really upsets Melissa, so we don't need to focus on it. They also asked Melissa if she's half black at one point. I love that that was also a question that went completely unanswered. Like, Andy goes, we got a lot of questions, people writing in, asking if you're half black. And Melissa goes, you know, I, I get that a lot. I get that all the time. And then they just move on. Yeah. Hmm. It was strange. And he goes, how's On Display doing? And she goes, On Display is doing really well. 
I love okay, it. but that's how she that's how she taught when I interviewed her in person. She was like extremely guarded and like kind of cold. Mm-hmm. And all of her answers were very like, we're doing really well. Envy by Melissa Gorga is doing great right now. Like everything was very rehearsed. Meanwhile, Tree had had a translator. <laughs> Tree literally had a person. I think it was her PR person, but that spoke for basically, her. basically tell her some of the questions I asked. Like she had to explain to Teresa. I love that. I, I asked Teresa, "What's a timeless fashion for you, or a timeless style?" And she goes, "What do you mean?" And she was like, Teresa, like, what's a style that you could wear any day? And she goes, oh, leopard. <laughs> I love that. It actually probably benefits Tree to have a translator because it minimizes the chance of her going full Momo on an unsuspecting victim. She was, Teresa was lovely to talk to. She was extremely earnest and like very sweet and had some cool stories. I've talked to you about this. And she, Talked about going to Limelight in the 80s. And like, I want to know about her life. I want to know that, Teresa. Yeah. I love, I'm really glad that Tree served her time and has bounced back. Yeah. A more humbled person. Mm -hmm. Because this could not last. Yeah. We find out that Joe Gorga is a real estate developer and that's why he's so successful. And. (laughs) Didn't we? Didn't we, we know? know? I don't know. Well, people seem to be confused, but he like re he like revamps warehouses into apartment buildings, and then Tree tries to claim that everyone was inspired. Everyone in her family was inspired by her husband's uh, job, and they all found success because. They were inspired by Joe Judice. She says it to Kathy at one point, and Kathy literally just goes, Don't go there. She goes, No, don't go there. Don't even go there. She, she goes, Richie and I had our first real estate in our first year of marriage. Like, Kathy's significantly, not significantly, but she's probably like five or six years older than Teresa. It's just like she was she's just like, not going to put up with this. Tree's yeah. probably always been like a crazy off the wall. Like, Tree has like Melania energy. Like from the jump, so mm-hmm. I feel, and I feel like Kathy knows that, and as the older one can just kind of like she's not as affected by it as like Melissa is, mm-hmm. but Kathy just like shuts stuff down and like won't even address it. Yeah, and then we get into Andy tries to ask Teresa about like all their legal drama going on and kind of get any sort of clarity, and mm-hmm. it's just like completely like treat kind of even pretends like she doesn't even know what's happening then part of me is like does she even know what's happening no i don't think i don't think she knows how to i don't think she knows how to articulate it like i think she i think there's also so much going on that she can't keep track of what he's talking about yeah there's probably just like day-to-day developments that are behind like the news cycle even yeah she's like you have to pay back 11 million. She's like, not nah, really 11 million. And he's like, well, how much? And she's like, 8 million? And she's like, yeah, about that. More, more like, like 8. Okay. Sold. Still $8 million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're, for, they're choosing to forgo their bankruptcy to pay, and, and according to Teresa, are working to pay it back, which 
which is like good luck with that project. Good luck to also, you. it's revealed that were they to move forward with bankruptcy and get found and denied for bankruptcy, they could be charged with bankruptcy fraud. Yeah. I love her being like fraud. No, mm, no. Yeah. No fraud. They're literally the most fraudulent people that have ever existed on a reality <laughs> show. Fraud judices. Yeah. They're fraught with fraud. Fraud. Joe even got arrested. Andy brings up that Joe was recently arrested for fraudulently obtaining a driver's license. I think that's all part of his deportation. So he's making all these deals and using like fraudulent um, identity, like yeah, because he's not an American citizen. What I don't even think he had a green card. What an idiot! Yeah, it's really wild. Like that he was able to even be here that long with all the shit he was doing. He operated for a really long time in America. Yeah. With no I with no driver he dro- I think he drove a car. He drove cars with fake licenses, I think. But how do you fake like how do you fake a social security number? Because Lara well, the money is like going into like laundering stuff. I'm sure. Yeah, I think he was. I'm not trying to be know it all. That sounded like know it all, but I'm. No, I'm, 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 I'm trying that way. I, no, I'm I just saying like I really wink, wink tug and cheek. I re- but, like. I really believe that it's. I feel that he had some protection. That's what there I must, think. yeah. And then at a certain point, you can't protect someone who's. That's stupid. Yeah. So they were just but like, also, good they luck. Didn't, they didn't take anyone down with them, did they? They just like they. Well, they try. They they for they tried to. They for that's why his business. That's why Monica Chacon's client was suing him because his business partner sued Joe Judice because he forged his business partner's signature on something. So yeah, he but did they technically didn't try and like rat anyone out. Oh no 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 no. But I, I mean, just that. in terms of like potentially, oh no, I don't think Teresa rats. Because like, I'm sure that if they're trying to get to Joe and being like, how the fuck did you like operate this long with like fake social security numbers and like fake driver's license? Like who is giving you the money? Like, where's this money coming from? Like trying to yeah. tie it back to somewhere else and being like, we can save you from potentially being deported if you're to like tell us this information. Even I'm rat. just like conjecturing and i'm like hey he didn't rat good on him honestly you gotta give you have to have respect for that and then i feel like if you go back to italy and you don't rat then like you're you're even more celebrated oh yeah when you have done time i'm basing this solely on just watching sopranos yeah me too (laughs) but like if you've done jail time and then you get out on the other side and you're not a rat you're literally like a hero. Mm-hmm. Hey. Hey. They pour you a big glass of wine. Hey. Just walk into a random home and there's a pot of spaghetti waiting for you. Yeah. And a huge glass of wine. There's a feast everywhere you go for the rest of your life. And you're welcomed with open arms with just big guys going, hey. 
Literally but, milk glasses full size wine glasses. Yeah, goblets. A milk pour of wine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Caroline and Teresa start. Caroline starts questioning about all like the stuff that Teresa's lying about in terms of their like legal problems. And at one, she's like, uh, and Teresa's like, "Why are you prying?" She's like, "You're, you're prying." She goes, "I don't pry about the brownstone." And oh I was yeah. Like, oh. I went, "Oh, that was good." That shut Caroline up pretty good. But also, I think Caroline just knows how to tie up those loose ends a lot better than the Judices do. And then, and oh. at one point. She's looking down, like, at the ground while Tree is talking, being like, hmm, hmm, hmm. And Andy goes, you look quizzical right now. And Caroline goes, I'm quizzical. I am quizzical. I am quizzical. And then she comes through Tree, and Tree goes, I'm calm and cool, like a whistle. <laughs> it's like, what? I think Kathy says, like, a whistle? <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, excuse me? And then Caroline, and she's like, my own advice was to get you out of my life two years ago. I'm finally listening to that. I was like, damn. Two years have gone by with Caroline being like, I don't like this lady. Yeah. Caroline having to fake it. Mm-hmm. Fake it until she gets like a migraine from hell. It's Teresa's exhausting. And, and then we we're going to find out that Teresa is a lot of the reason why Dina and Caroline don't speak. She throws the Dina in front of Caroline, which sets Caroline off, as I remember. Okay, I forgot about that. Ugh, such a twisted web of dysfunction. Because Dina and Caroline still don't speak, and Dina is still very close with Teresa. Wow. Well, I think specifically because she's the godmother of Adriana, but she's very supportive of Teresa still. She comments on like her pictures of her daughters. She doesn't Dina and Lexi don't follow any of the Manzos. Wow. Or vice versa. So. Generations of beef. Beef. You know, Manzo means beef in Italian, so. I know. <laughs> beef. Sono italiano a cento per cento. Sono italiano a cento per cento. Suspiria. Well. Madame Blanc. Madame Blanc. Marcos. <laughs> Did you see that Suspiria meme of Normani auditioning? Uh, that was so good. First of all, her dance was so amazing in that moment. But second of all, that was just the perfect meme. We needed it. We love to see it. We love. We stand Normani. <sighs> we well, love to live it. Well, one more episode. Stay tuned. Our TC, TSB journey is ending. TSB is coming to an end. Gotta be quite honest with you. It's coming to an end. Stay, new, stay safe. The journey will arise. Out of the ashes. Out of the ashes. Um, But it's not over yet. Stay tuned. Follow Carrie. And Icaro. And follow Laura at Lars Marie. And if you want to be a patron of the podcast, you're more than welcome to be. You can go to patreon.com slash podcast. There's bonus episodes, tons of content. And that's that. Do it up. Bye. <laughs>